0: sitting across my very lovely mother. We are actually recording in my apartment right now, so if the sound is a little bit different or if there's different background noises or if you hear my cat in the background, that is why. Hello, Mom. How are you doing? Okay, I'm Jeanette. I'm here. (laughs) So today I'm really excited because my mom prepped this podcast, all the podcast (laughs)
1: notes, so she has 12 pages of notes sitting across from me. Yes. (laughs) It's about the Contemporary Hotel, and it's so funny because Contemporary Hotel has so much information. I mean, there's so many different websites. There's so many different reports. There's so many different facts and history and everything that goes on with this that I tried to just get a smattering of the the information so that otherwise I'd be writing forever and ever. And that's the deal here. I write. I don't type. So I was writing everything in, which makes it very hard because then I'm inserting Information in pages that I've already written, and when I realized how many pages I had, I could not go back and rewrite the whole thing neatly. So yes. I'm going to apologize <laughs> for any rustling papers that you're going to hear in between. Because every time I do the podcast, Amanda says I have to edit out the rustling. Well, don't well, bother. I have to edit-, edit out all
0: the background noise. Yes, my mom. I, my mom is Italian. Obviously, this is not a visual podcast. <laughs> yes. So if you hear banging or you know movements in the air, it's just her talking with her hands. Yes, but I realized without that visual component, you can't see the visual movements. Movements of everything. <laughs> I'm
1: doing while I'm talking. Yeah, but at the same time, if this was visual and you saw my notes, you'd be like looking at them going, okay, how the hell is she going to read that? <laughs> yes. um, because I, I write like I talk. I just write it. I just keep, a- my mind is going faster than my hand is. So I did as much as I could. So I, I put as much information and in, in general kind of background, kind of memory of what, you know, what goes on there and stuff. But I wanted to do as much as I could to keep it interesting. So, so please excuse all the movement and the rustling papers. No, for sure. Okay. I'm excited
0: that. So, all right. Let's get started. Okay. So, tell me all about the contemporary. Yes, we're going to start with where it
1: started. (laughs) The contemporary debuted with the Magic Kingdom, which opened on uh, October first of nineteen seventy one. The difference is, is that contrary to belief, even though the hotel opened on on October 1st, it wasn't done. Um, They had not finished the hotel. I did know that, actually. I think
0: that's in one of those imagineering things that Mm -hmm. it wasn't quite yet done yet. Yes, it
1: wasn't done. But because they were having all the people come for the opening, they actually took all the cranes down, laid them down, covered them with grass. So that when oh people walked up to the hotel, it would look completely finished. <laughs> they were really just I think they it only like had that. like uh, I don't know ten rooms or something done at the time. So they actually demolished the cranes down to the ground and covered them all with like grass to make them look like they were part of the landscaping. So that it would look beautiful when the people showed up. Originally, there was supposed to be five hotels around the lake. Yes, yeah, I did hear um, about that. Right. Yeah. There were supposed to be five hotels. I so, know there's
0: supposed to be more of an Asian-inspired hotel as one of them. Oh,
1: okay. I don't know what the other were. I don't was. know what the other ones were supposed yeah. to be, but they said there were supposed to be actually five hotels around the around the lake, and the only two that actually opened obviously when they opened up the park was the um Contemporary and the Polynesian. Were the only two that actually got uh, completed in time to open up. The Contemporary is uh they call it a modern contemporary themed Deluxe Resort, and it's the closest to the Magic Kingdom. The monorail runs straight through the hotel, as everybody knows. What you, I don't know, another little bit of trivia was that when they first did the model for the hotel, the monorail was supposed to run directly right through the center of the Grand Can, uh, Grand Canyon Concourse. Yeah. Well, when they ran it through the center of the Grand Canyon Concourse, it rattled all the rooms. Yeah. So all the people that were in the rooms could could they they could hear it when they were standing and putting the rooms in. They could hear it rattling. So they ended up moving it. When you go there, you'll realize that it doesn't go through the center of the hotel even though it looks like it goes right through the center. When You stop, it you know, goes all, yeah, a little bit to the
0: side. Yes, yeah. when you stop to think about it. really goes to, like, it's it. the
1: front of the hotel, I suppose. Right. It goes to the other side and then the rest of it is the lobby on the side of it. But you don't think about that when you see it coming in. Like, if you're outside the hotel, you think it's going straight through the middle. It's not. It's going to the side because they had to anchor it to the ground. And in order to anchor, anchor it to the ground, they had to move it to the left side of the hotel yeah. so that they that makes sense, yeah. anchor it to the ground so it wouldn't shake all the rooms that were going on. So that was a little bit of trivia. The top of the resort is obviously home to the California Grill and Lounge, and that was considered a signature restaurant with rooftop views of the Magic Kingdom and the park's fireworks display. So when they opened this, contemporary hotel, they considered it its flagship resort. It was like because it was one of the first ones open and it was deluxe and I'll get into like the, the people that came and stuff um, once we get there. But I figured I might as well cover the fact that when the monorail comes through the Grand Canyon Concourse, one of the big things about the Contemporary Hotel is the 90-foot mural in the Grand uh, Concourse. And the only, I mean, you got to mention it. I mean, it was done by Mary Blair, who was an animator and an imagineer. And what Mary created for the Contemporary was the world's largest handmade mosaic, featuring a modern Southwest theme in the classic Mary Blair style. So that's what uh, the mural took a year and a half to design, produce, and install. contains a goat with five legs up near the top infamous five-legged yes because blair did that to honor the culture of the grand canyon indian tribes who felt that artwork could not be perfect
0: oh okay that's interesting yes yeah. because the
1: grand the indian tribes felt that artwork should never be perfect that's why she put that goat up there to remind everybody yeah
0: and that goes infamous because now when they redid well i mean mm-hmm. i won't say that yet so yeah oh
1: okay all right uh, the mural and the concourse the colors reflect the earth and sky tones found in the grand canyon how um, many buddies who've been to the grand canyon which i i've not been to the grand canyon but i've been to the to the to the southwest it is beautiful with those beautiful browns and blues and greens and, and that's the feel you get when you get into the grand concourse and that's what Mary Blair wanted to to bring into the Grand Concourse. So I figured I had to mention that, being that we were mentioning the Grand Concourse. So if we start with the planning stage, obviously Roy Disney was involved in the planning stage. And the hotel was placed in line sight of Tomorrowland due to its design. Because it was considered a contemporary design, they purposely placed it where if you're standing in Tomorrowland, you can see the hotel. And that's where it would like flow with all of that.
0: And that also makes sense, too, because when there is a certain part when you're exiting Frontierland and you look across the park, you can see the Contemporary Resort perfectly, and mm. it would be in this space where Tomorrowland is.
1: Right. So, right. Yeah. So that's what they did purposely. It's amazing how they thought of all that while they were putting everything down in the, on the ground. And then, of course, every, I don't know if everybody knows this, but one of the possible names was called the Tempo Bay Resort. And Roy Disney said, didn't like it. So when they told him something about yeah, the name, no, he fair. said, no, it's contemporary. <laughs> that's what we're going to call it. Yeah. I want." simple simple is the contemporary resort so that's where they went with and originally like I said they were supposed to be the five hotels but the only two that actually opened were the two resorts and they were both designed by the same people wed enterprises which stands for Walt Disney Imagineering and the architect was Welton Beckett and US Steel Corp worked together and the original structure was supposed to be a high-rise when they were doing the original structure, wow. they were so like
0: a like a skyscraper like a skyscraper, skyscraper with yeah. the monorail
1: going mm-hmm. through it. And during the whole thing of looking at it and not really liking the high rise feel of what they were looking for, they ended up with the A frame. And there was a lot of design going on there because they kind of went to the Hilton. Because the Hilton, uh, they actually were worked at the Hilton to get like when they stayed at the Hilton, they actually looked at their manuals, their way they did things and stuff to get the hotel and figure out what they had to do. But they wanted to make it a little different because they did not want to look like every Hilton A-frame. yeah. So that's sure. why they did the design that's they did yeah. and then the monorail coming through the middle. And that works out better too because the skyscraper would have look a bit silly just yeah. by itself. Yeah, they said, he says, what are we doing? This is like yeah. supposed to be a high-rise. We have to come up with a better mm-hmm. idea. And that's how they started turning it around and turning it around. They started, like I said, they kind of went to the Hilton for like a, a template of how they were supposed to run the hotel. And that's how they started seeing the A-frames and that's how it, it started coming through. The rooms for both resorts, actually, I thought it was just the contemporary, but both the Polynesian and the contemporary were pre constructed. And what they found out is that they were lifted by Crane and slid into like little pockets. But the problem was, is that when they were trying to put them in, they weren't fitting perfectly. Because when they tried <laughs> to put them in, you know when you try to fit something in, something shifts, Yeah. they had to then figure out that they put cranes on both sides of the hotel and they had to alternate. Mm-hmm. They had to put one on one side, oh, yeah. one on so the other could, side, yeah. one on one side, one on well, the other side. Well that's like when
0: you put a tire back on, you do yes. that with
1: the bolts. Yeah. Yes, you can't, you, they couldn't just slide them all in one side, go around to the other side and slide them all in. So obviously they came up with all these like inventive ways Ways to build the hotel, but they went through all the little things that went wrong when they were trying to do it. And then once they completed it, it's it's actually consists of four buildings, um, with the main building being being the iconic A-frame. Yeah, for sure. Right. And until the Grand Floridian, the contempt the contemporary was considered Disney's flagship resort. It was their their yeah. top of the line flagship designated as like, you know, this is where you come to get all the luxury.
0: I feel like I could definitely see that because it's also the closest to Magic Kingdom at that point. And that was yes. the only park at yeah, that time. Yeah, because they too, were they were so. pulling
1: in all the people. Yeah. And the joke is, so. is that when we think about what we pay to stay there now, the flagship resort of Walt Disney World was considered luxury and the guests paid an exorbitant price of anywhere from twenty eight dollars. To forty-four dollars a night. Oh my god! <laughs> and back then, it was considered exorbitant. Wait. So what? So with inflation, wait. Let me quickly look up okay. the inflation calculator.
0: That is so funny. Okay. So, Twenty-eight to forty-four dollars. And that was our inflation calculator time. So. And that was in 1971. Right. So 1971, 40, let's, let's do the higher one or splash now. 44 dollars. So yeah. 44 dollars. All right. And today's money, that would be 317 dollars per night. So, and now
1: look, think of what you're paying to stay at the I Contemporary. Know, right? It's like mm-hmm. double that. Okay. Yeah, sure. But back then, 44 dollars a night was considered, you know, I think you could probably stay at the Contemporary probably in September when it's like the, you know, the, the lowest season. You could probably stay for four or five hundred dollars yeah, on like a weeknight so, kind crazy. of thing. Yeah. But um, it was. because it was so luxurious as they were were claiming, they had to say that anything that the guests needed had to be provided. So their services included a drugstore, a liquor store, a smoke shop, a jewelry shop, a florist shop, a tennis shop, a beach shop, a game room, individual men's and women's salons, as well as separate men's and women's and children's clothing stores. And these all became losses for the hotel. Yeah, I I would
0: imagine. So why is there a
1: florist in this hotel? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like, well, you can still get flowers now. Like yeah, I said, you can, but there
0: isn't like a flower shop no, to go look at flowers. No, you can get it
1: online, <laughs> but they had they had a yeah. shop. At that time, there was no online. Yeah. So if people wanted true, flowers yeah. delivered to their room, they had to go to the florist and say, I want them delivered. Back then, there was no online. No, that's true. You yeah, know, gee, I funny. want to order flowers. You know, yeah. to order flowers, you had to go in person. But they fit all that in into the hotel because yeah, they said if people are paying $44 a night, they had to have every service at their disposal because they're considering this a luxury resort so the original dining also included a grand canyon terrace cafe grand canyon terrace which later became the concourse grill and the concourse steakhouse top of the world the gulf coast room El Pueblo, the Dock Inn, the Monorail Club Car, the Sand Bar, and the Mesa Grand Lounge. I mean, this hotel was like chock full of stuff. Some of the stuff I remember um, because I was- well, Some
0: of the stuff I'm like, where was it? I know. Well, <laughs> like, I'll get to that. I'm yeah. going to tell
1: you what they replaced right, with that. Yeah. I, did, I did that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going through the original right now, but I am going to tell you where they changed everything. And the joke is, is that I was to the hotel. I stayed at the Contemporary Hotel yeah, back year? in 1978, oh, wow. 79. So just a few years after so, the it was things, just yeah. a few years after it opened. I went and stayed at the hotel. I went to the Bahamas on my first honeymoon and then we went to Disney. We were only supposed to stay one day. When we got there, we were so floored that we were like, we cannot leave in one day. We ended up extending and staying three days. Um, but back then, only the Magic Kingdom was open and only the two hotels were open. But I stayed at the Contemporary and I remember, especially the steakhouse that was on the second floor. Even when you were little, we did go to the steakhouse one time for dinner on the second floor until the, before they changed it. But that was all there, okay? Original shopping was the contemporary man, the contemporary woman, Plaza Gifts and Sundries, Kingdom Jewelers, the Fantasia Shop, the Spirit World, the Captain's Chair, the American Beauty Shop, Bay and Beach, and the Olympian Sparring Gym were all what they considered all of their shopping venues. Yeah, definitely a lot of options. So <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So now just to get you an idea of when the people went to the hotel, when the hotel opened, it was fill full all the time. They never had a problem filling it. It was like overbooked all the time. But like I said, all those services, as I mentioned, were losses for the hotel because even though they were only charging $44 for the room, all those services, by the time they got to the end of the, the, the quarter, they were not making any money on the fact of what they were selling to people and people shopping and doing whatever. When the the hotel opened it was full all the time and the average stay was two and a half days so the turnover was tremendous because you got to realize these people are going to this luxury hotel to go to the park but there was only one park yeah it's like once you do the park so, so yeah once you, you do the park for two and a half days <laughs> yeah it's like how much more do we need to spend this exorbitant money to yeah. stay here okay because it was really nothing else around there at the time mm-hmm. um so the wear and tear caused a complete refurbishment in 1975 so within four years oh wow that's crazy uh-huh they had to do and that was another thing was, due to the souvenir seekers, yeah. they, you, when they first opened the hotel, because it was a luxury hotel, everything had the Disney logo on it, all their yeah. towels, all their ashes. Oh,
0: so people were stealing all right. the stuff. Right, back it was a
1: smoking, yeah, <laughs> obviously, hotel. Yeah. All the ashtrays, all the all the towels, all the little things that were in the rooms, all the silverware, all the dishes, everything had a Disney logo on it. So people would take all that stuff and go home with it. Yeah, okay? that's so funny. I mean, like,
0: if that was today, probably what happened today, oh, too, happen. yeah. Well, people people, love people love go home with stuff. bags
1: and bags of all those yeah. H2O Even- stuff.
0: Let's not forget too when uh, Galaxy's Edge opened, they had that special like spork that was like the yes. the, the, the Star Wars themed spork, exactly. and people were stealing all the sporks. sporks. They had to get rid of the spork.
1: Right. You have to pay for the spork now, y'all. Like we right. ruined the spork. So that was their thing when they opened it up, thinking that it was going to be luxurious, that it had all yeah. of their stuff on. Well, all the souvenir seekers were stealing everything, so that is why they removed everything, and everything now is generic. And you'll see that even when yeah. you go to the Which hotels makes sense. now, yeah. it is definitely <laughs> so. all generic. They don't put their stuff on anything. I remember years ago their butt. Even their butter pats used to have the Disney logo on it. I mean, not that anybody would steal that, but they used to go through the trouble that if they put butter on the table, it was a pat that had a Disney l- l- yeah. mem- emblem in it. I
0: wonder if there's anyone today who still has like the OG towels and plates, you they know, could. probably in some like kind of like
1: historical yeah, museum, somebody but like has regular it. people,
0: they still have it because it's like, oh, we stole the stuff. We're going to keep it forever. <laughs> keep it forever. <laughs> so- I know.
1: Or well, they passed it down or packed it away that you see on Instagram sometimes that people say, look what I found in my grandfather's, you know, trunk or something, you know. But now the contemporary rooms have been refurbished and now they're an incredible theme. The rooms themselves have an incredible theme. So, but that was back then they had a problem with people stealing stuff. So Okay, just a little trivia that back then in the 1970s, uh, most people know that a lot of presidents visited the hotels, but the one president who had a very big um, connection to it was Nixon.
0: Yeah, I Most people
1: that, yeah. know that Nixon had a connection because he gave his I'm not a crook speech. Yeah, the famous speech. Right, yeah. in the resorts. He was in the resorts ballroom of the Americas giving a, a speech, and that's when he said, I am not a crook. But what people don't know is he was actually involved with Disney even before that, because he cut the ribbon for Disneyland when it opened. He was a vice president yeah. back then, and he cut the, the ribbon for Disneyland, yeah. and he actually visited and toured Epcot before it opened.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So
1: he had a relationship with Disney. It wasn't like he just showed up at Disney for that day and did that speech yeah. and did that. He actually had a relationship with mm, Disney that he loved yeah. Disney so much with him and his family that him and his family were there for the cutting of Disneyland and they toured Epcot before they, yeah. it was even opened. So that was Amazing. like a little bit of trivia. Okay. Okay. Now. I have an insert page four. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I think I have to get to page four. Okay. We're still on page three. Okay. In 2009, the hotel changed. Just as a little, little thing, just of so those of you who know that it. 2009, they took down the North Garden Wing. And that's where they replaced it with Disney Bay Lake Tower,
0: okay. where yeah. we now
1: reside, <laughs> where we have our Yeah, my our mom's thing.
0: a DVC owner of yes, Bay Lake Tower.
1: Yes, that was the North Tower, the North Garden okay. Wing. When you look at the, the, the contemporary, you'll, you'll know that those low buildings are the the wings. And they still do rent the south, um, no, the, the other side. They're running track. You go around the south wing. So yes, yeah. you go around. Oh, you go around the south wing when you yeah, run? Yeah. yeah. Um, You kind of notice it when you're on the monorail that you'll see that there's, and those were only like two floor wings that came out on the sides. But they took one whole half of that out to build the DVC. Bay Lake Tower, obviously, which is now attached on the other side. Okay, right now, because they did that, the guests now have access to two resort pools plus the DVC pool, a marina, jogging trails, an arcade, shopping, movies under the stars, and holiday displays, and a coffee, besides the restaurant on the top floor, obviously a coffee bar in its first floor lobby, uh, which serves um, pastries, smoothies, coffee, tea, stuff like that. I'll go through the restaurants and stuff later, but th- that's like a, just a main thing of what What's available at the hotel. I'll go through a little bit more in a little while. Okay, now we're going to talk about the fourth floor Grand Concourse level. And that's had the most dramatic change, obviously, to the resort, because that's what people see. I mean, even if the rooms are refurbished and the rooms get a different a different theme or whatever, those are only the people staying there. People coming through that hotel on a daily basis is phenomenal. And what they're seeing is the Grand Concourse. So on the north end, you have the Plaza Gifts, Sundry, that originally was the Plaza Gifts and Sundries and the Spirit World, which sold merchandise, toiletries, flowers, food and snacks, soft drinks, liquor, and tobacco products. Today is, it is the concourse, sundries, and spirits. And that's where we go into just, you'll see that when you come off on that North End, there's that little shop that has, you know, the, a little bit of wine, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You can go in there and buy a little bit of merchandise. That's what's changed from those. Yeah, um, It's kind
0: of in like the dark corner. That's what people yeah, often to refer to. Yeah. It, it's kind of like all the way kind of. And I think in it's back. a
1: lot smaller because if you realize behind it is where they put the arcade. Originally the arcade was not there. So what happened, because That arcade used to be downstairs where the wave was put in, so the arcade was never there. So now, because they put the arcade behind there, that's why that little corner is just that little tiny little shop. Little dark corner. Yes, the little dark shop (laughs) over there in the corner. So, although, because I think when it had all this other stuff in it, it was all that whole side, so that they had all that stuff fit in there. So there is also an arcade, obviously on the north side now, as I just mentioned, where that. That wasn't there before. Then on the opposite side was the gifts. Now covers what used to be all of the other shops I mentioned, all of the women's shops, the men's shops, the kids' shops. It was all separated out. So they all must have been super tiny then. Yes, they were all tiny, but they only, like I said, because the men shopped in their shop, the women shopped in their shop. But they would have been tiny little shops. Yes, now it's one big side of the thing. That's where they had the jewelry. They had a jewelry shop. Well, now if you go into that store, it's men's, children, jewelry, watches. Everything is in that one big side, and it's all open. Back then, it was all individual shops, and I guess that's because back then that's the way they shopped. That they felt it's like what that, people expected back then. Yes, the men so. would go in and buy their stuff, the women would go in and look at their stuff, and that kind of stuff. Okay, Fantasia Gifts is what stands in the middle, and that used to be open lobby space. They never even had that little gift shop in the middle. Um, and those of you who know that shop, it's like usually little. That's got little toys and stuffed animals and yes, pins. The toys,
0: the the pins, and also has like a lot of Star Wars. it's just like themed items. Themes, yes, themed items, there, like yes, Wars themed Wars items toys, yeah. maybe
1: some um, some some themed like uh, clothing things and stuff, stuffed yeah. animals. They have a whole wall with all oh, the pins. they pens. do the magic bands too in there. You can get yes, magic, magic bands, bands, that yeah. kind of stuff. Well, that was open space. It was like open lobby space where people could go and sit in the lobby where now has been put at the end with the big windows where the monorail comes in. Now they have those few little couches and stuff at the end where you can go and sit down. Okay. Okay, now we can go to restaurants that used to be there. Okay. The restaurants now on, on, now on, the, on the Grand Concourse, all of the dining areas have seen tons of changes over the years. Today's Contempo Cafe, which serves breakfast, lunch, dinner in a quick service kind of atmosphere, go in there and you can get stuff right from uh, the, the, the cabinets or the refrigerators or whatever. And plus you can order some food that they cook and then have waiting for you or deliver to your table. And they have all the seating that replaced the concourse steakhouse which as much as I like that little Grand Concourse Cafe, it's very convenient and everything. I have to say the Grand Concourse Steakhouse was a great steakhouse. It was a really good steakhouse. Steak Steakhouse 71, which we'll get to later, is also a good steakhouse. But the, the steakhouse up there, I have to say every time I was in there, I was like, it was like that little gem that nobody remembered was there. So when you went there, it yeah, wasn't sure. crazy like That's the park. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. Yes. I see Steakhouse 71 has become so, so popular now that people are all going there. Back then, people stayed in the park. They didn't really go back to the hotel to, eat as much. So when we did go to the steakhouse, it, it was less crowded. There wasn't Chef Mickey's there. There wasn't all the stuff going on. So it was just more of a go out to eat kind of atmosphere. Okay. Chef Mickey's took over the space. Um, That was just air. There was nothing there. It was open outside. So what they did is they actually built the building out to put a lounge in there. Originally, they uh, the lounge was um, this uh, lounge space, and that's what they turned into. One of those lounges I mentioned was what they put there. They built the building out from the A-frame and put a lounge there. And I think just like a balcony, I guess. Yeah, it was like a balcony lounge. I guess a lot of
0: people smoked too back then, so you can go outside and right. And and to tell you
1: the truth, I think I sat on that lounge because I remembered being there because I'll get to it in a minute, but there's another lounge right behind it um, because now that's where they put Chef Mickey's. They closed it all off and they put Chef Mickey's in there. So now you've got Chef Mickey's on one side and you've got Contempo Cafe on the other side. And then right behind Chef Mickey's, um, I should tell you, Chef Mickey's is a buffet. Those of you who don't know what Chef Mickey's is. Chef Mickey's is one of the most popular character dining restaurants because it serves a breakfast and a dinner buffet where Mickey and Mickey, it says Mickey Mouse and some of his friends. So, but it's always Mickey Mouse is always there. Sometimes it's Goofy, sometimes it's Pluto, sometimes it's somebody else, but Mickey is always there. So it's very popular buffet. And we've been there a couple of times. We've been there for breakfast. I don't know if we've ever been there for dinner. I think we only went for breakfast most yeah, of the time. Yeah, I don't going for dinner. Never been for but... dinner. But the breakfast buffet was always a very yeah, nice buffet. Good, yeah. Nice selection, good food. Yeah. Um, You know, they came around when you were kids and we, you know, we did all that oh, stuff. Yeah, sure. So that was very good. Behind, um, alongside, behind Chef Mickey's is called the Outer Rim. And the Outer Rim has got a, a bar and a couple of tables and stuff. And I think it's a TV up in the corner. And that's just to serve cocktails. They have a very big cocktail menu. And it's only open in the late afternoon till the evening where you can go and you can sit there and have cocktails. But I, I think that when I was there, I was at the lounge, I forget the name of the lounge originally, what I mentioned, but I remember sitting there and I was sitting when the monorail was coming over. And it was one of those really beautiful nights when the monorail's coming over um, off the off the track, coming through the hotel, crab claws were in season. And I remember sitting there and they used to serve crab claws. We had drinks and crab claws. Now, obviously it was when I was there in the seventies. So we had drinks, and crab claws and the, you know we, you're seeing all that beautiful scenery and the park in the distance and then you've got the monorail coming yeah, like in very luxurious yes, yes it was like you know and it was the first time first of all time first time I had ever been on a plane to begin with let alone in Florida and it was just like sitting there going oh my god you know I was only like 22 years old so I'm like sitting there going oh my god this is like luxury <laughs> It's awesome though. right so that's what that's what used to be there okay the sandbar still stands it's still the same yeah. name that's the pool bar obviously. And that pool bar has an enclosed section that you can go inside and get out of the heat and sit in air conditioning and have lunch, or they have an open section by the pool, the main pool. We don't usually go to the pool, so I don't think I've ever really seen this. No, well, we don't. I've been to the pool at the DVC. Yeah. Um, we've never gone to the pool at the Contemporary. Yeah, never to you the see contemporary. it when yeah. you're there. You can actually, especially from some of our rooms in DVC, you can actually see the pools and see how they are. But we've never really gone down to the pool and hung out by the pool. Okay, now we're getting to the 15th floor. 15th floor was originally um, the Top of the World Supper Club. It was originally someplace where people could go for dinner and dancing. They used to bring in Las Vegas type acts. I mean, they were, I mean, some of these things were naming top people. Yeah, no, for sure. That's um, um, cool. That people used to say, oh, my God, like all those sans, uh, yeah. uh, actors and singers. was okay, like, supposed to be like that luxury type of thing. Yes. Almost like the
0: Tip Top Club. Yes, like Tower the Tip Top Club. Yeah. Right.
1: That's exactly what it was like. So in the early 1980s, it had a show called Broadway at the top. But unfortunately, another no profit. So they decided <laughs> to <time>. change it. <laughs> okay. So next, after that, it was later called the Top of the World Lounge. And they used to advertise it as saying it had the best views of the Magic Kingdom and the fireworks still not profitable so in 1993 it closed and it opened up the current california grill which obviously must be making them money because now they're just serving food and they're charging exorbitant prices for it (laughs) it's still the best place to go have dinner if you want to watch the fireworks and have dinner because you can sit up there and it is absolutely a view of the Mm -hmm. the park and at night as usual, they will turn down the lights and pump in the music from the park. And you can actually watch those fireworks, listen to the music through the big gigantic plate glass windows and enjoy a meal or a drink or dessert or, you know, whatever you're doing at the things. And that's how they do it. That's how they um, express now that it's one of the most popular restaurants to go and have a late dinner so that you can see the fireworks from the park. Okay. So, all right, now we're going to go down to the first floor restaurants. It's now Steakhouse 71, which we've eaten at a couple of times very very good restaurant um obviously everybody i i don't know anybody
0: deep dive into steakhouse 71 right that was our first deep Uh dive restaurant and
1: i don't know like i said even now when i've looked at everything that i looked at even when i see instagram and everything and people say oh give me you know things to go here go there i have not heard one person say something bad about steakhouse 71 no, true. I mean, the food is good. The service is excellent. I've, I, we've not had a, even if they make a mistake, which they did on my dinner last time, in two seconds, it was fixed and brought out. I got to give them credit. The bartenders are nice when you sit at the lounge. So before Steakhouse 71, they opened up what was called the Wave. The Wave was open from 2008 to 2021, and it was advertised as a menu of sustainable favorites, seasonal dishes, and market-inspired cooking. I have to say that their menu never really did anything for me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess it wasn't really marketed very well, I no. suppose, but. No. <laughs>
1: and it was open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like, um, like you know, like, like a steakhouse is now, because it is a hotel restaurant. So it is open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And like I said, they, they they changed a little bit of the atmosphere and the decor inside. It gave it a little bit more of an atmosphere. The Wave had no atmosphere. It was like sitting in a cafeteria. Like, you know, a, if you worked in a company, you'd know what I mean. You're sitting in a cafeteria dining room. It was like nothing. And the menu was really not that, that hot. So I think that's what caused them to think rethink what they wanted to open there. And they reopened the steakhouse. So, um, yep, did all that. Okay, I'm on my next page. Okay, <laughs> I feel it. Okay, now I feel that I should mention that the Contemporary is still their luxury flagship hotel, even though they have Grand Floridian Polynesian. Those those hotels are also somehow the contemporary still carries that that
0: yeah that's interesting because I feel like I would think the Grand Floridian is the I think the now flagship. people
1: yeah. think that's the flagship hotel yeah. because that's the one that has the weddings that's the one that you know does everything.
0: It's also in that Florida style, and you're in yes. Florida, I suppose yes. as well. So,
1: so, but the contemporary still holds its own. Just to let you know that besides all the amenities, you know, I already listed, you have to realize that they have mail service, business services, complimentary Wi-Fi parking, banking and ATMs. You can actually go to the, you can actually exchange money at their desk, their front desk. So they have regular banking and ATMs. They have housekeeping, in-room Floral and gifts now you can just order online and have all kinds of floral arrangements and whatever to live in. An online check-in, laundry and cleaning service, and a club level. And a lot of times they'll do your check-in for your airlines and uh, uh, hold your luggage and whatever to get it to the the airport. They also now have a big convention center that they've refurbished that's 115,000 square feet. And they will do any kind of affair from a big gigantic convention to a small Business dinner. They have two pools with hot tubs. One of them has a gigantic water slide. They have resort campfires every night. They have movies under the stars. They have the arcade up on the fourth floor. They have basketball courts, cabana rentals, fishing, motorized boat rentals, volleyball, and tennis courts. So
0: no, it true. is a resort.
1: <laughs> okay. Awesome yeah. Too. I, know, I mean, I know that people do go, and um, some people will not go to the parks every day, and they will say, We're doing a resort day and take advantage. Yeah, you might as well, because there's so much to do. Yes, what's so. happening at the resort. And if you're paying that kind of money, it is nice to take advantage of yeah. what's going on at the resort. Especially if it's a hot day, you want to go to the pool and oh, stuff. wait, and my out. next page had a couple of those things. <laughs> yes. They have jogging trails, specialty cruises, and a fitness center. Yes. Okay, forgot to mention all that. Yeah, okay.
0: I have been to the fitness center and the jogging trail before. The jogging mm. trail is very small in comparison to other resorts' jogging trails. Uh, oh, so it's kind
1: of contained. It yeah. is, yeah. Okay. I think
0: it's only... it's. I don't even can't remember. If it's a full mile. I think it's actually I, I think it's either a little bit over a mile or a little bit under a full mile. So it's a little bit inconvenient when you're trying to plan out how many miles you want to do, unless you're just doing like you know for time or something instead. But yeah, a little inconvenient that way. It, yeah, it, it is just smaller than some of the other resorts because right, it's kind of so. contained.
1: I guess where it is, it's kind of contained. Yeah. Okay.
0: But the fitness center was nice. I remember when I went to it. So. I don't
1: think I've ever been to the fitness center. Over I think there. I just
0: walked through it, but yeah, yeah,
1: never been at the fitness. Like I said, I have not stayed at the Contemporary Hotel except when yeah, I was mine, in my 20s so. and the 70s. We have stayed at Bay Lake. Yeah. So, of course, we're very familiar with the Grand Concourse, um, but not so familiar with the rooms themselves and the amenities, like those kind of amenities at the hotel. We're more, con- we're more um, familiar with the DVC amenities. Okay. And the last thing on my list here is that the transportation, because if you talk about the hotel, you have to talk about the transportation and where it is and how it's located. Obviously, the number one seller is it is walkable to the Magic Kingdom, which on most days is very good when you leave the Magic Kingdom after the fireworks. It is just so refreshing to walk out of that that park and walk back to your hotel, as opposed to fighting the crowds to get on any of the transportation, to get back to your hotels and then have to walk where you have to go. It is a very nice perk. It's also on the resort monorail line. It has bus service to Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Disney Springs. There's minivan service you can get for a price and boat transportation goes back and forth to the Magic Kingdom, um, which one time I walked in the heat after being going to Disney for like how many years I got made fun of because we came out of the park. Well, because they forgot. Well, <laughs> Completely but, forgot. Yeah, I think we've had me we share this on the podcast before,
0: <laughs> but yeah, her and my dad had left early. Me and my partner were still in the park and then I text her saying we're on our way back and then we got back quickly because as me and my partner walked out. I said to him, do you want to take the monorail back or do you want to walk back? Because the monorail, you're the first stop. So you get on the monorail in Magic Kingdom and you'll right. be the first stop getting off at Contemporary Resort. And right. then we walked over to Bay Lake. And so when I got back, my mom said, She was like, oh, you guys got back kind of quickly. And I told her, I was like, well, we took the
1: monorail and her and my dad's face were like flabbergasted. Because <laughs> it didn't ever, we just walked out of the park. And because we're so used to at night walking back to the hotel, didn't even dawn on us in the middle of all that heat that we should have just went to the monorail or the boat. Nope, we walked all the way back to the hotel in yeah, the they were like flabbergasted Yes, we took it. And it's it like, was how so can funny. I was, was like, how can oil. I, po- how could both of us Absolutely forget after all the years we've spent in Disney. But see, sometimes it just skips right out of your head. But anyway, I hope it gave you a bit of interesting history and a feel for how it's evolved. Um I was trying to just give more of the bullet points. Still one of my favorite places to be. Um I really, yeah, I you know, we always like kind of say, Well, we like staying at the boardwalk, but I like staying at the Bay Lake. Um, those are the obviously the two areas that we love to stay at. And for us it's home because we're DVC and we are Bay Lake people. So, yeah. so for us it's Walmart. our home. Yeah. Um so I do love staying there. It has its advantages and yeah. other places have their advantages. I hope you get a, a chance to visit and stay at that hotel because it does give you all of that amenities to do what you for have sure. to do.
0: As my mom said too, they actually renovated the rooms quite recently uh-huh. to be doing overlay of the Incredibles theme to them. Right. So I don't know all the different size rooms, but there's lots of different options for different sized rooms, whether it's like a deluxe room, you know, a suite, a, you know, just maybe a standard room, which is like right. a twin bed or something. So lots of different options depending upon your family size, your price points, how long you're staying if you want. Right right Whatever. and season
1: wise you know according to when you're going i mean obviously yeah. the, this the, the it does fluctuate i guess back then the difference between 28 and $44 was a big difference for people for to sure. pay. Right now, a, ch- a chance between probably like 500 and and $1,000 is a lot to pay. Yeah, no, it but it is double. Like I said, back then that was double. And now you can get double according to what season you want to stay in and where you want to stay and what view yeah. you want. What and, kind of room you want. Yeah, what yeah. kind of room you want. But um, like I said, it's one of those deals where it is a luxury hotel and you're paying for that luxury. Yeah, I
0: guess the other thing too, real quick, was that they also renovated the lobby, the first floor lobby of the Contemporary mm-hmm. Hotel oh yes, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago and that's what I was saying that again the five-legged goat in the mural that Mary Blair did uh, became so infamous that now on the first floor of the lobby when you walk in there is a photo of that five-legged goat right there to honor the fact that oh it's, I didn't realize that okay I it's quite up, about that yeah. yeah it's quite up far in the corner mm-hmm. of the mural so it's not very obvious only like right. a lot of Disney goers would see it but because it became so famous I know there's actually a cupcake I think with the five-legged oh, goat, five-legged
1: goat? At, at Contempo Cafe, like I said that was yeah. a little when I saw it I said that's a little bit of trivia because most yeah. people would like you said would not notice the five-legged yeah, goat so they, now it's
0: in the lobby so much going on they've done
1: another honorary
0: thing for the five-legged goats because it's it's so it's so honored and so popular i also think
1: that these days um it's funny how vacations evolve um from my standpoint i was there when i was young and you know it was in the 70s and it was my first time to disney world or whatever and i never went back again until luke was two years old so i would have been in the 90s right at that point we're in the 90s so 20 years later now i'm back at disney world and when you were young you're so busy with kids because you have the stroller, you have the stuff, you have the kid, you have the this, you have the that. You don't take the time to look at all this stuff. You say it, you appreciate that it's beautiful and it's in- inviting and it's it's a lot to see and a lot to, to, to digest. But as time goes on, you start to look at things differently. Like as you got older, we didn't have to do all of the character things and all this stuff and that stuff. So we started going to different restaurants and taking more time to sit and relax and do different things. And now that you do all your vlogs yeah. and- and we take our time walking through the park even. We don't like, you know, get to the park and have to go straight to the rides or get to the park and go straight here because we have to get on a line or we have to do this. We'll walk through Main Street now and you'll be like, oh, wow, look at that up there. And oh, yeah, look at that up. And we're strolling while people are running past us to get where they have to go. So as time goes on, you appreciate and see different things. Well,
0: yeah, I think it's like you you can appreciate all the details because uh-huh. there's so many details in Disney in a general sense. Yes. That it, it's as much as you want to, to look at it and as much as you don't want to look at it, you know, mm-hmm. when you walk down Main Street, for instance, every window has some kind of detail or something special yes. about it, some kind of historical element to it. Uh-huh. But at the same time, you can also just walk down Main Street and be like, "Oh, Main Street looks nice today," and then just, you know, go about your day. Like you don't have to right. look at those details if you don't wish right. to. But if you want to, it, it is there, right you know. And
1: then there are the people, unfortunately, who don't have the luxury that we have that we drive sure. back and yeah. forth and go back and come back, so we have time to do all that. Because our attitude is, if we don't get on a ride today, it's not the biggest deal in the world. Some people they save all their money up just to go on this vacation for the first time. Yeah. So a lot of the details will escape some people because they're so busy making sure that they get that experience of seeing everything and doing everything that these little tiny little details just miss. But when you put them all together, that's what makes Disney. Yeah. I mean, even if you don't notice all the little tiny details, when you put them all together, it's just that whole feel of that it, it you're in Disney. Together. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I got to give them credit. I mean, I just, even when I was doing this research, I was laughing because I, I had to text Amanda and tell her, this is a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so she does most of the work. Um, Amanda does do most of the work. She does all of the research for most of the stuff. I mean, I did the the DVC and I now I'm doing, you know, I did this and I'm sure I'll do no one. Yeah, I did Polynesian. Well, you do. I think you're going to do all the resorts. Okay. So so I'll probably do the resorts resorts at this point. This one was a a lot of work because of the uh, nature of the hotel.
0: Well, because there's a lot of history to this. Yes. I almost feel like this is almost like a contemporary resort history episode. Yes. There was so much history to the episode. That was so interesting.
1: And like I said, because even when I was looking for it, I mean, every time you turned a, a, a page of something there was something else that I wanted like I said if you look at my notes you'd say to myself you'd say to yourself how the hell did you get all that in it was just like trying to insert stuff and trying to like make little you know when we when we didn't have computers we used to do little little triangles or x's and say okay put this here put that there and you know you had to figure out what to do so you know even when I was doing it the contemporary is has a lot of history because of the fact that it opened with the park and what went on and how they evolved from there but um it is a lot of work when you look at all the history that there is I didn't yeah, even touch sure. most of it like i say like when you say all these little details that there's you could so get much. into yeah, for every so l- land in the magic kingdom and every land in the in the in, in the different parks there's just so much detail that you can get into yeah.
0: It's one of those things too, where at this point we probably would never even stay at the Contemporary Resort because we stay at Bay Lake, and they're so right. similar. Oh yeah,
1: I would never stay at the Contemporary. Yeah, we never.
0: I don't think we'd no. ever stay in the Main Tower or, or the South no. Wing. If anything, if we were going to stay in one of these resorts, we would go to the Polynesian or to the Grand Floridian right. or to the Riviera yeah. or you know another one of the deluxe. Right. Resorts, one of the other, so. yeah,
1: one of the other resorts, and and do it. Well, we're actually going to be staying in the Animal Kingdom Lodge. I am so um, At the end of this yeah. year, when we go, we are going to be staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, our Jambo House, and yeah. we are staying in well. Well, we're staying in a villa but still yeah. we're They'll not probably
0: do full episodes for the trip and then one just talking just about our in, animal kingdom resort, lodge yes yeah, because that will be a whole episode yeah it's
1: kind of like my birthday present to myself we're yes. staying three <laughs> nights at the um the animal kingdom lodge just so we can get a feel for it because it's not one of the lodges that we would go and stay a whole week or do whatever and because we're going down i just felt that it was something that I, we wanted to try out so yeah. that's what we're going to do that's my birthday gift to myself <laughs> so so i'm looking forward to that because yeah. like i said we there's certain hotels that we would probably Probably never stay in at this point because like I said we do own at bay lake and when you anybody who owns dvc knows you book first at your own resort because you don't For know sure. what you're going to get mm-hmm. after that so a lot of times even if we want to change we can't so we always tend to lean towards our own resort which we enjoy being at so it's not a problem but i will look forward to to staying at a different hotel
0: yeah no awesome Mm -hmm. yeah anything else you wanted to No, i think uh, i've done enough (laughs) (laughs) no this is great yeah thanks so much for doing the contemporary resort i hope everyone enjoyed yeah getting a little deep dive history into the contemporary resort it's a great resort if you're able to stay there obviously we've stayed at bay lake many times so i will stay at bay lake again in the future right all right so we can transition to just a little bit of disney news we're we're pre-recording this podcast earlier than we pre-record other podcasts Mm. so some of this disney news is gonna we don't have much here so just to say in one week journey of water is going to open in epcot i know there's been lots of like passholder previews dvc previews cast member previews i feel like at this point i know so many people who've gone to see it already that when it opens i'm like who else is left to go see this <laughs> this grand opening of journey of water yeah but yeah so journey of water is officially opening i've heard very positive things about it a lot of people really like it i've also heard too that going at night is really special because a lot of really oh, cool lighting out. around yeah. yeah so lots of cool lighting and also a lot of cool like easter eggs too like like finding the all the moana characters like going around like they're really well hidden that you can see a lot of cool things other than just like the water features and you know fun things to do also there is apparently rumored to be a hidden mickey somewhere in the journey of water but as of right now recording no one has found it no one found yeah, it no one no knows way. where it is yet but, but it's rumored that there is a hidden mickey somewhere in it so i'll be curious to see by time this podcast episode comes out if you're listening being like oh yeah it's this because like, people know where it is now or it got leaked <laughs> by a cast tell us we can say imagineer. oh look i found the hidden mickey yeah but as of right now recording it's just rumored that there's one in there oh, but okay. i haven't heard anyone say they know exactly where it is yet so that'll be interesting. Just some small some small news. For some reason it's got like three Instagram posts on different platforms. So that's why I thought I'd include it. Include this. But the new Lululemon store in Disney Springs has moved to a different location mm-hmm. and it's now it's it's a larger, they have like a larger space basically. And it looks like it's under like the covering the awning section. So oh, it's okay. kind of by where sort of by where like where like the Coca-Cola store is like right. over on that side. Okay. There's that section that has like a
1: covering. Oh
0: yeah. Uh yeah, with the fountain in the middle. So it looks like it's in that section now, okay. and the store is just much larger, is that's than where it was all the before. like the high.
1: And like, you know, clothing stores. Yeah, and so, so they, yeah. they
0: moved over there. And again, like, lots of people were very excited that Little Lemon has like a bigger space now. I guess it was really cramped. It was a small little
1: store, I remember. Because yeah. it was over on the other side by the Disney jewelry yep. store. Yeah, yeah, yes. So
0: it's it a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. So people were very excited to see that. It, it's I wonder moves. what it took over. I don't know,
1: actually. It's I couldn't, over by where Vera Bradley is and Free People. Yeah, and... I couldn't
0: figure it out exactly. What's funny is that mm-hmm. there used to be a running store over there called Run to Fit or something like that. Oh, maybe it took so over there. So part that? of me is like, did it like move and like take over that running maybe. athletic okay. store? I can't tell though, based on. I guess we'll photos. find out when we go. Yeah. yeah, I don't know Disney Springs that well enough to like yeah. figure out which one it took over personally. We always but... go
1: through there because Free People's in there, and I love Free, yeah, people. free People's <laughs> on the outside. So,
0: and then just one little bit tidbit of Disney news again, as of right now recording, there have been new barges added to the World Showcase Lagoon in prep in prep for Lumonious. Mm. So, everyone's very excited for the new nighttime show in Epcot Lumonious. Luminous, sorry. Luminous. <laughs> I, I can read, I know words. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, so there's new barges. They're not as big as what the barges were for Harmonious, so they're quite smaller. So, I wonder what, how much more they're going to add mm. and i also wonder too when they're going to start test running the show you know so oh yeah right that. now in theory they have the whole show planned out you know but i'm assuming at one point or another people who live in the area may start seeing fireworks in the middle of the night right. or lights in the middle of the night as they start test running you know what the show is actually going to look yeah, like right. so that'll be very interesting to see this yeah, so that's just it for just a little bit of disney news again we're, we're pre-recording very earlier than we normally do so that's why i don't want to go too much into <laughs> disney news because by the time this comes out there's gonna be way more disney news for sure yes. all right so now for some disney birth although there are no birthdays this week so no disney birthdays this week i guess we don't have a lot of libras in the disney in the disney cinematic universe so no, no disney birthdays and that leaves us to transition into some disney i know into our disney memory did you have a memory that you want i feel like you've shared a lot of memories today, i just shared a lot but... of memories i
1: think i've done enough <laughs> memories at this point
0: <laughs> any other memories though
1: no like i said i think um i think just the, the memories that i shared of being there and doing and just seeing it for the first time for me and then as kids when you you know when you were younger and we used to go through the monorail and go through the 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 things we went to chef mickey's that was a good memory we met neighbors Mm -hmm. one time all of our neighbors from doylestown when we were living in pennsylvania were also going to be in disney world at the same time and we all met for uh, dinner at the old italian restaurant that used to be in disney springs i forget the name of that one forget the name of portobello's portobello's yes we all met at portobello's for dinner but one morning we all met at chef mickey's for breakfast. So when you think of memories, even though you know we have so many memories of just us, there were so many times that we people were down there that for we sure. would meet them, and that was a big group, and we just had yeah. a great time. And that's why Chef Mickey's, to me, is as much as I would not go now, because we don't need to do character anymore, it was always a really good yeah. restaurant.
0: Yeah, I do think Chef Mickey's is fun, too, for a character meet and greet, mm. just because I like the outfits that they're wearing. Like, I just think Oh, they're like little chefs. So yes, they come yeah. out in their little chef hats. And that's also <laughs> why I think I really like Topolino Terrace, I think is what it's called, at the mm. top. With the Riviera because mm-hmm. I love the little artist, artist outfits that they oh, have on. Okay. They all look so cute in this little outfit. Yeah. I feel like I would love to go to, and I've heard the breakfast there too is also very it's really good. good. Yeah, I haven't actually been to the Riviera Resort at all. I haven't even walked around the lobby before. So uh, one day I'll have to go to yes, the Riviera. Yes, we did. Uh, I did not go to the Riviera. You went there with Jane, and I was not with you that day. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, we just took the with...
1: Skyway. And yeah, we so just I've like... been on
0: the Skyliner before where I took oh, the Skyway. Yes, right. I knew we went on the. But we went, I didn't we, walk around. We didn't get off and walk
1: around. I walked around with Jane. I've never been Riviera but mm. I've
0: heard that the Topolino Terrace I it's, think supposed is it's, to it's supposed to be very good it's very good. hard to
1: get reservations yeah. even for dinner Yep. Yeah. so
0: yeah I heard so all the meals there are supposed to be quite yeah. good so I would like to go there I think one day but again Chef Mickey's I think that's kind of almost like the new Chef Mickey's to a certain extent yes. but Chef Mickey's still stands it's still like one of the most popular places to go yeah especially for breakfast and stuff but I'll say too you don't have to go to Chef Mickey's if you just want to see Mickey like if you don't want to interact and don't want to take a photo if you just go to Contempo Cafe and you just look over the wall you can there see there they are right hanging yeah. out so you can still kind of <laughs> like see him so yeah. if you just want to see him, like maybe wave high like they'll wave to people who are not at you know in the <laughs> restaurant. The yeah. So yeah so you, you can't like interact or take photos with him and of course you have to be in the restaurant to right. do that but it is kind of like a nice yeah. little thing. So yeah I was trying to think of like a fun Disney memory. I guess one Disney memory I would do is that at Fantasia Markets, which again we were saying that little market store mm-hmm. that's kind of in that back dark corner. Yeah. <laughs> of the contemporary resort they often do every day there's a trivia board that's outside of Fantasia oh, yeah. Markets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the trivia board usually is the same for a couple of days. Maybe it's like it's the same for a week. I don't think think it's a full week though I think it's a few days it'll be the same and sometimes they'll have it where like you can you know do the trivia you can write down the answers so you can win like a prize But I don't think they do that all the time the prizes but it's just often fun trivia but I remember one time doing that and sometimes it is hard questions like they'll go deep dive into like questions because it's like they do not go easy on people no you trivia. look at it and go
1: who'd know that
0: <laughs> yeah like I remember doing it one time for like a Star Wars trivia and I, I never have said I don't know everything about Star Wars Star Wars at this point too is such an expansive world like right. you know it's hard to know everything about it but I remember some of the questions I was like, oh my gosh, some of these are like real deep dive into like the the lore and the world wow. of Star Wars. I was like, there's no way I'm gonna know any of these. But I do have memories of every time we go there, I like to look at the. Didn't trivia. you win
1: once? I thought you. I won vaguely something remember once. winning
0: one. That's what I'm saying. I know yes. this is to say of
1: prizes, but I don't remember what I won. I forget what the prize was. It wasn't anything big. It yeah, was just, I don't remember you know, what the yes. what even the
0: theme of it was. Yeah. But I do remember every time we go there, and we see the trivia board out. I always like to do because yeah. I think Disney trivia is quite fun. Uh, yeah. never, I remember you
1: won once. Yeah, I'm not yeah. very
0: good at trivia, but I do find <laughs> trivia to be fun when I am doing trivia in the moment, and I do feel like disney history trivia is probably what i'm best at because it is what i tend to know or current things about like the parks or something like that right. is what i know it's like if can you name all these rides And like yes i can name all the rides in disney world probably if i sat here and thought you know right, long you hard enough it. for
1: it so <laughs> unless you confuse me as as she did with the 20 questions. Oh, 20 questions
0: i did not confuse you you were asking the questions and you chose to go off the railing road in some of those so that was not me <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right anything else right. you wanted to add for this episode
1: no i think i'm done okay
0: right. well thanks everyone for listening thank you to my mom for putting together all of this information i really appreciate her hard that's work okay this. hope you enjoyed it <laughs> uh, make sure you're following us on social media we are currently spaceship earth design everywhere it will also be linked in the description below make sure to give us a review and five stars on apple Podcasts or on spotify and also give us a thumbs up and a comment below if you're listening on youtube and again yeah you can listen to us on any pod- podcast platform there is so let us know what you think of the contemporary resort? Have you stayed at the contemporary resort before? Are you going to stay in the future? Is it one of your must-dos? Or do you just, when you go monorail hopping, do you always just like to visit it? What do you think of it? So we'd love to hear your thoughts. Make sure you leave a comment on our Instagram. Yeah, I think that's all for today. say. So uh, we'll see y'all real soon. Bye-bye.